Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is DJ Soups. And you are listening to Believe in Electronic Music. I'm not sure if you guys can tell, but I finally got a pop filter, so my audio isn't as poppy on the P's, F's, and S's. Hopefully you guys can tell. I realized it on my last one that I really need to invest in one, so I finally got one. So today I want to talk about Nightmare and Slander's Alchemy Tour. Their tour started back in August and it hit every big city across the United States. The lineup consisted of Nightmare and Slander, which they did their back-to-back like usual as Good Vibrations, Seven Lions, The Glitch Mob, and then two artists that changed depending on what city they were in. Sudden Death was at ours, and there was another opening act, but I cannot seem to find who it was. I believe it was a female artist, and I've tried looking up who was playing, and they don't like to give out the lineup information, which is really annoying, so I haven't been able to find who she was. So I caught Alchemy Tour when they came to the Bay Area and played at the Shoreline Amphitheater. It started at 5 p.m., which sucked because I literally did not get off work until 5.30, and Mountain View is a good hour away from where I work. Also, public transportation basically is non-existent down there, like down the peninsula. Yes, there's Caltrain, but it's nowhere near the shoreline, so that was kind of out of the question, so I had to go home and then drive down. So it started really early. And I missed literally like the first three hours of it. But I did have a lot of friends that were there. So I saw a lot of videos through them. And they were sending me videos of like sudden death. Having this show at the shoreline was a little odd in my opinion. I'm not really sure why they had it there versus having it at Bill Graham Civic Auditorium, which is in San Francisco. I'm thinking that maybe they had it at Shoreline because they went through Live Nation to put the show on. Live Nation runs the Shoreline, and also Bill Graham's Civic was being used by Rez, who her show was on the 13th, and Alchemy Tour was on the 12th. Nightmare and Slander did break records for being the first electronic act to sell out the main stage of Shoreline. In the years I've been in the scene, I don't think the Shoreline has actually ever had an electronic act like this at the main stage. Usually they have electronic shows at Bill Graham Civic, or if it's like a festival, they have it in the parking lot of the Shoreline. So that was really cool to have been there for that. The things I was concerned about definitely ended up being an issue. I was very concerned about not being able to see the stage, standing on the hill of shoreline, and tripping and not being able to keep my balance, and also the sound quality. The show being at the shoreline 
was one of the main reasons why I took a long time to actually even decide if I wanted to go. I knew these were going to be issues. And I, I mean, I was right. <laughs> so the Shoreline Amphitheater, if you haven't been there before, Shoreline has a hill slash a lawn section. It is very slanted in order for people to see. But the slant also makes it hard to stand. Having to stand at this slant and dancing slash headbanging was very, very difficult. And I knew that was going to be an issue. And I was for sure losing my balance. It was very hard to headbang and stand on that in a very slanted hill. So that was really annoying having to worry about falling over, basically. I also wasn't the only one. <laughs> I saw a lot of people having a hard time standing on that hill and dancing the way we were. The other concern was not being able to see. I am on the shorter side, so that's always been an issue of mine. For this show, it was very hard to see the stage. The actual stage is pretty far away from the lawn, and it makes whoever is, whoever is on stage look like ants. They also didn't even have the screens on, so trying to watch them on the screens wasn't even an option. Also, sound quality, it was not very loud. Especially if you were on the lawn, it was not loud at all. They could have turned it up, but I do know Shoreline has a stupid sound ordinance slash they have crazy sound laws that they have to follow because everyone that lives around the shoreline complains about the noise which is absolutely insane in my opinion because it's like you don't move next to a music venue and complain that it's loud like come on like that's so dumb but that's what happened and now every show at shoreline can't go past 11 which sucks which is also why it started so early so yeah that was really stupid it was not very loud, especially if you were at the top of the hill of the lawn section. It, it, you, it was like you weren't even at a concert, honestly. I did see videos of sudden death that my friend sent me. I honestly felt really bad for him because there was literally like no one there. He did not have an audience at all. It was basically like completely empty. I felt really bad, but it's like, I mean, he started at like six. A lot of people work and Mountain View is kind of far from the city, which is where everyone is. So, I mean, it only makes sense that not a lot of people came early, but I just, I felt bad for sudden death because he just didn't have an audience and he's really good. He's a really good artist. He's a very good performer. He's a very good DJ. I have seen him many times and he's so good. He never disappoints. So it was it was kind of sad seeing seeing that there was hardly anyone even there. So we ended up getting there during Nightmare and Slander's set, which I was very upset about. They did not provide set times and for some reason Nightmare and Slander did not close for the Bay Area show. Seven Lions actually ended up closing out the show, which is very odd because everywhere else they went, 
Nightmare and Slander closed out. And, like, you would think they were going to close because it's, it was their tour. So, I don't really know what happened there. A friend of mine went to their show down in San Diego. And she said that Nightmare and Slander closed. So, literally every city they went to, Nightmare and Slander closed. Except for ours. I did not like that. I was not happy about that. I was pretty upset at the fact that we got there and they were already playing because I figured, oh, well, I mean, we have time. Like, at least we'll be able to see them. Nope, I was wrong. (laughs) I was very wrong. And we got there during their set and I was, I was not happy about that. And if you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, you know, it's your own fault that you didn't get there in time. Well, okay. First of all, it started at 5 p.m. I work until 5.30 and a lot of other people work until like 6 even. And I also work all the way up in downtown San Francisco. So it was a little tricky for me to get there in time. But also Nightmare and Slander should not have played that early. They should have closed. As for their set itself. So hang on before I talk about the set itself. I have seen Good Vibrations, which if you don't know, when Nightmare and Slander play together, they're called Good Vibrations. So I've seen Good Vibrations multiple times before, and I was honestly very disappointed in their set for Alchemy. I did not think it was very good. It felt very rushed. They didn't really have a lot of energy on stage. They seemed like they just wanted to play and get out of there. I understand it was Nightmare's birthday, which could be why they changed up the lineup and maybe why it felt rushed, like they didn't really care slash really want to be there because maybe they just wanted to go out and celebrate. I also 100% understand artists get burnt out from tours. But, I mean, come on. This was like their second to last show. Or no. I think they have one more. But, you know, this was like their... They were like ending. About to end their tour. And, come on, like... I like don't know if that makes sense. And I'm like trying not to like sound like mean. But it's like, come on, it's like this is what they do for a living. They could have put a little more effort into it. And, you know, I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm not saying they didn't. It just seemed like their set was very rushed. And, like, they just did not have a lot of energy. I also didn't think their drops were very good. They weren't as hard-hitting as they typically are. So, honestly, overall, I did not like their set. I was very disappointed in them, which makes me really sad because I really like them and I hold them to such high expectations and they just, I don't know, they just disappointed me for this alchemy tour and by the time they were over, I was just like, wow, I just feel like I kind of wasted $50 on this. Their overall stage setup was really cool. They had these rings suspended around them. It kind of looked like how electrons float around the nucleus of an atom. I'm not sure if that reference makes sense, but that's basically like what it reminded me of, which makes sense because, you know, it's like alchemy, like chemistry kind of 
you know, science and shit. So I think they were trying to kind of mimic how electrons like float around a nucleus and kind of make those rings. Their graphics were pretty cool. Nothing really crazy stood out to me. I also was very far, but I was able to see the graphics because the one screen they did have was a screen playing their graphics, which was different. And I had never seen something like that at the shoreline. Usually they just have cameras on the people playing. So that was interesting. So the graphics were cool. Um, Nothing too crazy. Nothing that really made me want to go like, oh my god, I have to tell everyone about this. Pretty, you know, good graphics, well put together, went with the music. And yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I have to say about Good Vibrations playing. So after Good Vibrations was Seven Lions, which I, like I said, I was not expecting Seven Lions to close out. I was very surprised about that. But freaking Seven Lions killed it. He killed it. Him playing made me feel like I did not waste $50 to be there. He freaking threw it down. He played a pretty hard show. I was very impressed. I typically won't go out of my way to see Seven Lions as I've seen him, oh my gosh, so many times before. And the times before that I have seen him, all of his sets have been pretty like emotional. So I was pretty surprised. He freaking threw it down. I was, like I said, very impressed. He killed it. He stole the show. So in the end, I guess I'm glad he ended up closing out the show, considering I was not impressed by Good Vibrations. He pretty much like saved my night. My overall opinions and thoughts of Alchemy at the Shoreline was that it wasn't as good as I was expecting, and I was pretty disappointed. Also, just a disclaimer, these are strictly just my thoughts and opinions of what I experienced. You can 100% disagree with me. Some of my friends that were there agreed with me about good vibrations and about how like their set wasn't that great compared to previous times we've seen them, but everyone agreed with me that Seven Lions was great. But again, these are just my own opinions, and you do not have to agree with it. I am not expecting everyone to agree with me. This is, I just like to try to be as honest as I can about my experience at these things. I have absolutely no disrespect for anyone who played. I absolutely adore everyone that played at Alchemy. I absolutely worship Nightmare and Slander. I 100% respect them as artists, and I 100% understand what goes into creating a tour. I understand it is not easy. So I have absolutely nothing against them. I have nothing against the process. I just personally, from seeing them previous times at like Ultra, Audiotistic, and then at Lost Lands and Snow Globe, you know, I've seen them a good amount of times and just comparing this show to their previous ones it kind of disappointed me and I didn't think it was as good as the previous times I've seen them. So again, this is just my opinion. You can 100% disagree with me. I'm just trying to tell you my honest thoughts.
and experience with it. Alrighty, everyone, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore soups and on Twitter at DJ soups. Also follow my Spotify playlist. It is called What's the Soup? It has a pink logo. You cannot miss it. I update weekly. And stay tuned for next week. Next week, I have a very special interview with local Bay Area house legend, B.B. Hayes. So stay tuned for next week's interview. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.